Jenna. I'm Natalie. I'm Lauren. And this is A Beautiful Tomorrow with the Alton Sisters. An exclusive look at the wonderful world of Disney. Hey everyone, we are going to be talking about our top 10 Pixar movies. This one was by far the hardest one. We mm -hmm. didn't really argue about it, but we had some discussions, and <laughs> honestly, okay, I think we all can agree they should all be number one, okay? Pixar is the number one. It's just number one. Anyway. So true. But it it really was hard to decide. Um, and we also have a lot of nostalgia attached to these movies, so we know that you probably do too, but yeah, it was it was hard. It influences our order. It does. But these are, these are our top ten picks in the order we think they belong. So uh, as close as we think. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so our number ten pick is the movie Onward. This is the most recent of the Pixar films, and this movie brought in a level of fantasy and magic, which we hadn't necessarily seen as much in the other uh, Pixar movies. And I think that it just brings another level of, like, fun and entertainment to it. But Pixar did it again with an awesome plot that focuses not on a romantic relationship, but on the dynamics between two brothers. This is something new and refreshing, kind of like when we, how we felt about Frozen, mm -hmm. um, and the sisterly love and stuff. I, I just kind of got those vibes with this one as, um, mm -hmm. it was mainly about two brothers. And, you know... Pixar and Disney, you know, in general, are capturing a mainly female audience, and this was a very nice inclusion yeah, for the boys. I agree. Yeah. I just thought it was really cute, and it came out at, like, beginning of March. Ago? Yeah. So, like, seven months ago. What a great, like, relatable characters, too. They oh, just, yeah. They so... felt like real brothers. Mm -hmm. They felt like real people. Not kind of like cookie cutter people, which sometimes happens in movies, whether you want it or not. Um, mm -hmm. just kind of like that mold. And mm -hmm. I, I really thought that they made the brothers feel so relatable. Like, yep, that could be my siblings, mm -hmm. you know. And like the family feel felt really relatable. And it, I, I just think it was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, there were some pretty funny parts in there. Pixar, and you'll hear this over and over again with all of the movies that we pick, mm -hmm. Pixar does a great job with bringing in some awesome one-liners, some mm -hmm. really, really good um, comedic relief, but also that sentimental, mm -hmm. now all of a sudden I'm crying, and then the nice wrap it all together yeah. ending. Yeah. So good. Totally. So Bugs Life is ranked at number nine for us. This is one that I actually kind of forget about just because it was... Uh, made so so long ago like yeah. it wasn't really but you know it's one of the original ones that's yeah. for sure so it's something that I kind of forget about but whenever I watch it I'm just like oh my gosh this is such an oldie but a goodie mm -hmm. um it's just like exactly what Jenna said it has all the qualities uh that you could ask for um the one-liners in there are really pretty good <laughs> it's a rock <laughs> I know it's a rock anyways um quite frankly the fact that I can even watch a movie about bugs is shocking and just proves how amazing Disney is that they can make a movie about bugs and someone who is very afraid of bugs can watch it just and enjoy it, it yeah. and laugh at it. You know, they they really did it. <laughs> All right, number eight is 
Up. We cannot forget about Up. Do you remember the first time you saw it? Because I do. <laughs> um, it was such a captivating story from the beginning. Um, it was emotional because you were invested in their whole lives and you mm-hmm. got their whole lives in just like the first three minutes. Yeah, how do they do that? How do they do that montage thing at the beginning? I literally oh. remember reading about that montage in the newspaper like after it yeah. had come out. And I saw that they, like, wrote about it, and I wanted to read about it, and I remember reading about the montage, and they're like, Disney did it again, and they did. Um, but I think that's what makes the movie so great, is you you get to be a part of their whole lives. You see that juxtaposition of this old man um, who's just kind of done with people, and then this young, new, naive, excited Russell. Um, of course, we're taken on the journey with Mr. Fredrickson, and... I just love how our outlook changes with Mr. Fredrickson's mm-hmm. outlook. Um, but the best part of Up has got to be the Married Life song. That's that mm-hmm. theme that you think of when you hear Up. I cannot get over that song. They really just, like, toyed with our emotions with yeah. that one. <laughs> so true. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Kevin. Kevin actually is, okay, the name of my fish when I was in, like, third grade or whatever we named it Kevin after Kevin the bird. Kevin's so, a girl. Kevin's a girl. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that is like one of my favorite lines. So yeah. Neat. That was just a one, a, a really good one and yeah. beautiful animation. I know. With the waterfall and yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, moving right along to number seven, Toy Story 3, mm-hmm. which is the best. I <laughs> remember seeing this one in theaters. Yep. And, like, I had this moment, <laughs> I mean, like, we were, like, in junior high or something, but I had yeah. this moment where I was, like, wow, like, these are the toys I grew up watching, like, on VHS, mm-hmm. and that I know and that I love, and I'm seeing them here on the big screen and something new. Yeah. Like, it was just very exciting for, yeah. you know, all those years after to get something new and original with those same characters that I already loved. Um it's like those toys still had a purpose, which mm-hmm. was like the whole point of the movie anyway. So it was like a weird, almost breaking the fourth wall with the meaning of the movie. <laughs> like it was beautiful, but you know, like it's just hilarious. I I think it's one of Pixar's funniest movies. Um, if you don't agree with me, you're wrong because <laughs> let me bring them up. <laughs> Mr. Potato Head as a tortilla. <laughs> <laughs> Ken and Barbie, okay, we cannot forget them. We cannot forget them. Um, But the best (laughs) Spanish buzz. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I just love the humor in it, but, like, get ready, get your tears ready for the trash incinerator scene, because that one... Oh, my gosh, the holding hands. I still am like, that just might be the most raw moment I've ever been part of, (laughs) like... (laughs) I was so I was right there intense. with them in that trash plant. <laughs> it's just like plain entertaining. I I think that they really captured everything with it. Mm-hmm. It was just beautiful, and to hear those same voices again, I know, with the same voice um, actors, I just loved that. And the original Toy Story to Affinity and Beyond is ranked number six on our list. <laughs> It's one of what I consider the Pixar original films, kind of in there, in line with Bugs Life. And Toy Story will just, the original will just forever be a classic. Mm-hmm. It'll yeah. forever be a classic. Um, 
just the whole idea and thought of what if our toys had a whole life of their own and but like not in a creepy way but you know, <laughs> no definitely not and it definitely uh changed my relationship with my toys like it oh was gosh, like no. a weird it strengthened my <laughs> yeah no toys. that's what I'm saying it was just like oh my gosh, yeah. maybe I should set this doll next to this one. Yes. Because yeah, yeah. maybe when I go to sleep, they like to talk. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> the movie is full of one-liners and hilarious banter between Mr. Mm-hmm. and Mrs. Potato Head. And, of course, we can't forget the romance between Woody and Bo Peep, which they pull through all oh, in all four movies somehow. They came back strong. They, Stronger. Yeah, stronger, stronger than before. And in a cooler outfit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And better animation. Yeah. That's right. Um, Okay, so our our number five pick on our list is Monsters, Inc. This movie is one of my go-tos when it comes to Pixar. It has the perfect amount of laughs and tears with adorable relationship between Kitty and Boo. Mm-hmm. And really, Monsters, Inc. just has great lessons. All these Pixar mm-hmm. movies, they have great lessons. Oh, yeah. Like, okay, in Monsters, Inc., let's just think here. Sometimes you fight with your friends. Okay? Sometimes you fight with your best friends. But it's worth it but to come friends. back in the <laughs> end. And they're still friends. And what's the song that they sing? They're stronger together. Uh, um, put the thing right back where you came from. What's the fuck me? No, but at the end, I wouldn't have nothing if I didn't yep. have you. Yeah. Yep. Yes, yeah. but that other one is a good <laughs> song there. Okay, but also, okay, the whole how deep is it that originally screams is pretty deep. I know. And then laughter. I, know. I mean, come on, people. I think that was one of. Pixar has a lot of surprising endings. That, to me, was, like, the beginning of Pixar being like, hmm, we love to kind of twist yeah. things Laughter at the end. is more powerful than screams. Oh, my gosh. You know, being joyful is better and more powerful than your fears and screams. I mean, come on, people. Come on. So I just... It's just... Cla- it's amazing. Really. It is a classic, and... I think just, like, the idea that, every, like, I feel like we grew up just, like, scrolling channels and it's just on TV somehow yeah. all the time. Yeah. We're like, oh, yeah, let's watch this one. I remember distinctively feeling like I never saw the beginning of this movie. Oh, for a really just long time. Because right? <laughs> you just find it right. on TV. And then you, like, you watch the beginning you're like, wait, I don't remember. I don't remember I don't it starting remember that way. You, like, <laughs> kind of miss the backstory a little bit. But, yeah, yeah that's, that's such a great one. Speaking of mm-hmm. backstory... Yes, so Monsters <laughs> University is number four. Thanks, Jenna. That was pretty good. Nice. Um, this is so funny. I, like, laugh whenever I think about this movie. I'm laughing. Just thinking about it. The funniest Pixar movie. Maybe. I don't we're, know if you have to, like, watch it as a family, like, with my mom. Like, maybe my mom has to be with you when you watch this. Because <laughs> she just laughs so hard. That sometimes, like... I don't know how Pixar does this either, but this is a. I know it's a prequel, but like mm-hmm. it's the second, and it's I better. I think it's might be better. Well, yeah, yeah that's why it's ranked, we ranked it but higher. Dare say, I agree. Um, I just maybe it's just the that it explains the backstory, so it yeah. just makes it, it all flow fits. nicely. It all fits exactly. And you know the characters, and you, yeah, you yeah, already you know them. You already, them. already love okay, them. Okay, but the new characters. 
But the new characters that they put <laughs> in there are oh hilarious. If you want one-liners, this is the movie for you. Oh, we got one-liners. Okay, for you. so many. One-liners. Oh my gosh. Um, and actually, like now that I'm older, or whatever you want to say, like the college scenes are just really funny too. Yeah. Like with yeah. the frats, just and, relatable. Um, you know, you're just like yeah, just oh, like gosh. Mike being the good student, really studying hard and solely yeah, is just like whatever. Walking you know? in without a pencil. It's just you know? like yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just like the. They took like the classic cheesy college movie Stereotypes, and then made yeah. made it Pixar made it and then made it Monsters Inc. and just made it good it's and so funny. Yeah, I can't go back to jail. <laughs> Clear your okay. mind done. Yeah. <laughs> don't think of me like your dad. <laughs> you guys me, just watch it right brother. now. It's so funny. Yeah, yeah pause watch this it. and watch it. Then come back. <laughs> okay, number three. As the Incredibles. Mm. Um, again, I just think that we get so caught up in these movies because we just grew up loving them. Yeah. So, you know, but that's what they're all about anyway, is you have these specific memories in your head. Um, the fact that they're bringing families together, like we as sisters can just joke and talk in Disney lines, right? Mm-hmm. And somehow communicate with each other. I just think that that's something that you know, it's not a disclaimer to say in our rankings, like, it's part of them, and it's meant to be part of them, um, so speaking of, like, one-liners, I think we have this movie memorized. Honestly, though. Um, we watch The Incredibles all the time, we got it on DVD right away, I remember watching with the family, you know, in the basement, it's just such an interesting and unique storyline, I just feel like I really appreciate the unique spin on a superhero story, right, to go into hiding, but, like, step back and think about it for some complex reasons right like they're trying to save people who didn't want to be saved yeah and then you go into this another this other complex idea of like syndrome saying well if everybody's super no no one is is. i mean like you're talking earlier jenna about some of those deep things that there's a lot of identity in this movie I mean, that one really got your 10-year-old self thinking, you know? (laughs) Like, wait a second, Syndrome is right, you know? But again, it's just fun. Um, Like, just the idea of Mr. Incredible, a superhero, like, working at insurance in his tiny little cubicle. (laughs) And then, like, you know, they get their fun little outfits, and Dash is, like, obsessed with his little outfit, and he's, like, looking at himself in the mirror, you know, the dash. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, just some fun stuff like that. Oh, and Frozone. Frozone. The best uh, character. I love that. And that's something Where that I liked about my this movie. super suit? Was that, like, family needed to stick together, but included were, like, was Frozone. Mm-hmm. And, like, their mm-hmm. friends were a part of it. And, like, they stood yeah. out for each other. Yeah, family friends. And, and yeah, like, it was, it was special not just because they were a family related by, um, you know, related by blood, but, like, they were also a family with these other people related and because... going through the same struggles. Yeah, exactly. and, and that they're helping each other throughout all, all of the different, you know, their relocations or his <laughs> identity crisis. <laughs> so, our number two pick is Finding Nemo. I know you guys were scared because you were like, oh my goodness, we're almost to the end of the list and Finding Nemo's <laughs> on it. Um, but... Finding Nemo is on it, and it's number two for us. So, honestly, this movie just really also captures it all. So many quotable moments. Mm -hmm. The relationship that Dory has um, with Marlon. Marlon. It's really cute. So sweet. At the end, where she's just like, I remember when I'm with you, and... (sighs) 
Oh, man. It just hurts your heart. Oh, man. Yeah, that one gets you. <laughs> yeah. Okay, to top it all off, the fact that he faced all of these fears. Uh-huh. I mean, in the beginning, it just is so clear you're like, he's scared of literally everything. And he's so... Go the helicopter and parent. back in. Yeah. And, <laughs> and back in. Okay. And if you want to do it one more time. <laughs> just super over, overprotected and overprotective. And, and then you know he... why? Because of that backstory. Well, yes. Of course. So, it's Steve. just crazy as, as the person sitting and watching this... You know why he's overprotective, but you also really relate to Nemo. Yeah, I mean, you're yeah. like, get Especially off his back. Especially when you're watching it as a kid, you're like, yeah. me and Marlin, get off Nemo's back. You're like, <laughs> let him, let him go to the drop off. Come on, the drop off. <laughs> you know, and that's probably one of my favorite things about Pixar is that every movie, no matter how it starts, what happens in the be- like middle, and it always ends and making you feel like good mm-hmm. like you just feel better after watching it they're such good movies they make us laugh and cry and we think that finding nemo really is one of the movies that hits all the good spots there yeah we were kind of talking i feel like that was like jenna and my age groups movie yeah i remember being <laughs> in elementary school and literally like at recess we played Finding Nemo, like we just like played Finding Nemo. I don't even know the what movie. that was, yeah. but I think we Why? just acted out the whole movie. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's just because it was just this weird phenomenon. Like we were old enough to get the humor and understand it as it came out, but we were still young enough. Like that was probably one of the first movies, Pixar movies yeah. that we saw, like as it came out, and not just like as you know you have it laying around and you're watching it on VHS or whatever. So. I think that was kind of part of it, too, is it's so good because it's been around for us, but it's changed. Like, as Mm -hmm. we've gotten older, we identify with different characters. You find different things funny. Yeah, totally. Okay, so I have one word for you. (laughs) Cars. That is our number one one pick. Oh, man. Okay, so I actually just watched, uh, rewatched all three of these movies in a row. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I forgot how good they are. Um, it's just a perfect story. Like, he was a jerk, and then he goes to the small town, he meets the nice people. It's like a Hallmark movie, now that makes me <laughs> He, you know, he meets the nice people, he finds true friendship, and he mm-hmm. just then turns out to be this amazing guy. But he's not a guy, he's a car. <laughs> he, he meets the Hudson Hornet. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's such a sweet story. Yeah. And the detail mm-hmm. and the thought that they place into paralleling, like, their car life with human life Mm -hmm. is honestly like unmatched the way that they went tractor tipping and the little (laughs) little bugs flying were like little cars and it's just all of those details are like you see you find more and more like Mm -hmm. you can never or when not find they made like an offhanded comment about the gps exactly yeah we need gps i have a map you know all this stuff (laughs) you know it's just like you can find those little little bits in every scene. Um, and kind of what they were talking... Natalie and Jen were talking about um, how Finding Nemo was their movie. I feel like Cars was mm. the movie of my age group. Just, I remember everything being Cars. Every party. Mm-hmm. Like, you know hey, what? come over. Don't every, watch Cars. Like Valentine's. Yeah, yeah everything the Valentine's. was Cars. Oh which, goodness. rightfully so, is amazing. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it's definitely very nostalgic for me. Just because I memorize the movie pretty much. It's so interesting because how Pixar, like, 
so cars generally speaking is like a guy's thing but yeah. i mean we love it mm-hmm. and superheroes kind of more of a guy's thing but it's an awesome movie and we don't feel that at yeah, all i love how they, they kind of really break down do a stereotype really and like this is for everybody and like just everyone so can low enjoy key the story. everyone can enjoy it yeah and it wasn't targeted towards boys it wasn't no. targeted yeah. towards girls i yeah. yeah i love that about disney yeah so we have two honorable mentions, of course, because how can you? Yeah, honorable I'm mentions right. every it's other all Pixar. the other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> or you go through every other Pixar. <laughs> no, um, there's not much we've left off. <laughs> true. Um, so the first one is Ratatouille. Yeah. Uh, so for all you fellow Ratatouille lovers, I fought very hard <laughs> to get this on the list, but it's okay. There's like we said, they're all amazing. So I get it. But um, this movie. Like, the premise is pure genius and irony. Like, a rat as a chef, what? It's hilarious. <laughs> so true. It's just, it's really, again, such comic relief. And yeah. just watching it, you're laughing because it's so ironic. Just but it's like just, it it's also, so perfect. It's like wit. It's Can we quick. just talk really fast about how somehow he can control yeah then there's like is there magic in there too i don't know i guess with so. his hair they never no explain it no. but there's it's also a talking rat so <laughs> it's hey. just it's hey, awesome. we're not we're not one of those people that likes to dissect these things and say it can't happen because it's not real no yeah no. We're, we're not, not those people we don't really care but we think that it's just hilarious yeah it's pretty realistic his little baby tiny flat that he lives in and he has to bring his bike in that is true i mean it's realistic in lots of other ways that's actually really fun now his view maybe not (laughs) maybe not yeah (laughs) but um yeah i just i love the message also given by gusto that anyone can cook even a rat and that's just like seen throughout the movie and it's just that's really spoken to lauren (laughs) yeah right Uh, it's just it's such a sweet movie. It's such a funny movie. It's hilarious. Okay. Well, we have another honorable mention that I fought to get on the list, <laughs> which is Coco. Um, and I think Coco is, I think it's magical, but in a different way. It's not magical like those other magical movies where there's literally magic, right? Like Bippity Bobbity Boo. This one, to me, um, it's magic with its message of family. It's magic mm-hmm. with its music. It's magic mm-hmm. with the beautiful colors and animation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the music really makes this one. It is that traditional Disney musical with those wonderful songs yeah. seamlessly thrown in there. Like, they're part of the story. They're not just like, let's stop and sing a song. Like, they're part yes. of the story. And, like, you could listen to those and hear something different every time you listen to those songs. They have a lot of meaning related to the story, which is really cool. Um, And I'm also... Just the twist at the end. And I can't say anything in case you haven't seen it, because you got to watch it and experience that twist yourself. Um, Just getting, like, some non-traditional love storylines, right? It's not always about romantic love. um, and, And getting a message that way. And you know, at the end of the day, what I love about it is just the animation. Seeing that sea of marigolds Ugh. as Miguel crosses into the land of the yeah. dead is one of my most favorite scenes in animation. Um, it's close to the water scenes of Moana for me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a beautiful picture of a culture that I feel like I, you hear a lot about, but I didn't mm-hmm. know a lot about that Mexican culture in the, in the day of the dead. And I feel like I was able to learn a lot about it 
as an older person, as an adult, whatever, and, and a, you know, like, it was made for kids, but I think it was made for, like, everyone, mm-hmm. and, like, a great way to learn about that, mm-hmm. no matter how old you are, which, that's what I loved about it, but, you know, like, we said, we could say so much about all these Pixar movies, yes. um, we debated the order so much, <laughs> many a times, many a times, <laughs> but... That is our top 10 Pixar movies. If you liked our episode, please share and tag us on Instagram. We are there at a underscore beautiful dot tomorrow. Let us know what you think over there. Also, subscribe so that you know when our next podcast is out. 